Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 East Coast Time. Welcome to the call. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I come to you with a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise, and came to the TR90 program through the R90 program, the immediate predecessor. Um, TR90 worked for me where the R90 did not, and I am just absolutely really thrilled with it. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, oh, before I get into that, if you're listening to us and you're on a podcast, if you dial into 1-712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the code, put in 910022. You can listen to us live. If you're listening to us live and would like to pick it up on a podcast, if you go to SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D, put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, these calls will pop up. They're now archived back more than nine, more than 10 years. And the last year and a half to two years, we've actually been putting in um, the title of the call or the subject of the call as well as the person that did it and the date. You can search by date. You can search by um, host. There's many different ways you can search for that. So when you first start, and if you're getting your podcast through a different podcast service, if you put in Frank Lomas and... Um, TR90 or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four anti-aging, they could well pop up as well. With that being said, when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it is one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before Um, Your meal is optimum. If you're not able to do that, take them with your meals because they'll still work. It's just they're not quite as effective as they would be if you had them beforehand. So getting your macronutrients, your micronutrients, and your fiber. You should be getting seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And like I said, Gives you macronutrients, gives you micronutrients, and gives you fiber. Guys, you should be getting about 45 grams of fiber, and ladies, we should be getting about 32 grams of fiber daily to keep things moving through our systems and keeping our uh, digestive systems in good, healthy order. Drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated. So if you're someplace where it's very humid or you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase it over the one ounce for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. And that is really important. Adjust it if you're exercising or if it's very humid, then you'll need to increase that. If you're exercising heavily, you can lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour. Something you can do if you're really exercising heavily is take the tiniest little pinch of sea salt and drop it into about eight ounces of water and dissolve it and drink that. That little bit of salt will help your body hang on to the moisture so that you won't get dehydrated nearly as quickly and also will give you some trace minerals. 
seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night is really a good key habit to get into. That sleep, while you're sleeping, your body does a whole host of system resets, as I like to call them, because it, it clears out toxins, it clears out a whole bunch of um, health store memories, and so it's really good to get that good quality sleep. And when you get that good quality sleep, then you can make good decisions the next day as far as what you're planning for your TR90 and your exercise. With that being said, you should be getting 30 minutes of moderate to have the exercise at least five days a week. Switch it up. Keep your body guessing because that not only, as Frank mentioned yesterday, about the muscle memory, when your muscles know how to do that, yes, they move into those directions quicker, but sometimes you just need to shake it up in order to keep um, good balance and do um, just be overall fit. So try something new. Take a class. You know, and maybe you'll take a yoga class or a Tai Chi class out in nature or at a park. Or maybe you're going to... Go on a long Volks march, which is, well, the short ones are 10K, and those will go through interesting com- country, and your uh, surfaces will be variegated, and that's also good as well. So with that being said, I'm going to share a couple of recipes out of this book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Your Life for the Rest of Your Life. And we're actually going to be jumping into the topic of wild salmon and why you should be including this as part of your TR90 lifestyle. Remember, this book was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews, and it has just a host of really good information in it. And one bit of information I forgot. I don't know. I guess I didn't forget to share that one. Okay, so wild salmon. Marine-driven omega-3 fatty acids, B vitamins, calcium when it's canned with the bones, selenium, vitamin D, potassium, protein, and carotenoids. The sidekicks to the wild salmon are Alaskan halibut, canned albacore tuna, sardines, herring, trout, sea bass, oysters, and clams. Try to eat three to four ounces two to four times per week. Let's see what it says here next. Salmon has received a great deal of attention lately because of its health-promoting benefits. It is recognized as a superfood, and research continues to highlight the wisdom of including salmon and its sidekicks routinely into your diet. When salmon is rich in protein, vitamin Bs, B vitamins rather, potassium, and other important minerals, It's the ample supply of omega-3 fatty acids that make it such a standout among health-promoting foods. The story of omega-3 fatty acids in the diet is an an interesting one. First, First, a very little, little, a little very simplified chemistry. There are two fatty acids, essential because the body can't manufacture them, and must rely on dietary supplies that are vital to health. They are the omega-3 fatty acids and the omega-6 fatty acids. Both of these fatty acids are similar enough in molecular structure that they compete 
for entry into the cell membranes around each cell in our body. Once upon a time, about a century ago, Americans got a significant percentage of their dietary fat from free-range animals. This source of fat had high levels of omega-3 fatty acids. Now, a century later, two important changes in our diets have resulted in a dramatic shift in our essential fatty acid balance. Our meats are much lower in the omega-3 fatty acids since these animals are no longer primarily free-range and their diets are now rich in omega-6s, thus, thus so are the meats they produce. Moreover, our packaged foods are high in omega-6 fatty acids due to the increasing use of corn, safflower, cottonseed, and sunflower oils that are used to, uh, to produce them. The end result of these two critical changes is that crucial health-promoting omega-3 fatty acids have been crowded out of our diets. Researchers speculate that due to this gradual change in the source of fatty acids that the effect on both our mental and physical health could be seismic. For one thing, the body relies on a rich source of omega-3 to build flexible, efficient cell membranes. A cell membrane that is deficient in omega-3s will function poorly and will put you at risk for a host of diseases, including stroke, heart attack, cardiac arrhythmias, other, some forms of cancer, insulin resistance, asthma, hypertension, age-related macular degeneration, chronic obstructive lung disease, otherwise known as COPE, autoimmune diseases, auto attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and depression. <coughs> Dr. Harry, or Dr. William S. Harris said, in terms of these potential impacts on health in the Western world, the omega-3 story may someday be viewed as one of the most important in the history of modern nutritional science. There's little doubt that if you want to preserve your health that you should include increasing amounts of food sources of omega-3 fatty acids into your diet, while at the same time decreasing your intake of omega-6s. Increasing your intake of omega-3s can play an important role in promoting cardiovascular health. Omega-3 fatty acids promote production of anti-inflammatory hormone-like substances known as proglastinins. These prevent platelets from sticking together, thus promoting blood flow. Omega-3s also improve the ratio of good to bad cholesterol, lower triglycerides, another form of fat that may be more dangerous than the than that uh, another form of fat that may be more dangerous than elevated cholesterol. Omega threes also stabilize your heartbeat, thus preventing cardiac arrhythmias that can lead to sudden death. So, tips for increasing your intake of omega three fatty acids: use omega three enriched eggs such as Eggland's Best, Christopher's eggs, or Country Hen eggs. Cook with canola oil rather than corn or safflower oil. Uh, 
Eat walnuts and soy nuts, pecans, and pumpkin seeds. Sprinkle wheat germ and or ground flax seed meal on cereal and yogurt. Add a tablespoon or two when baking. Eat salmon or its sidekicks two to four times per week. Look for salad dressings that contain some soybean or canola oil. Use walnut oil in homemade salad dressings. Add ground flax seed when baking muffins, breads, and pancakes. Avoid processed foods including packaged cakes, cookies, and baked goods. Omega-3s are important players in the effort to reduce elevated blood pressure. Evidence has shown that more omega-3 fatty acids you consume, the lower your blood pressure, so this should be reason enough to make fish a regular part of your diet. Salmon and its sidekicks also promote health, heart health by possibly lowering the risk of atrial fibrillation, one of the most common types of heart arrhythmias. In a 12-year study of 4,815 people over the age of 65, it was found that eating canned tuna or broiled or baked, not fried fish, one to four times weekly yielded a 28% lower risk of atrial fibrillation. Those who ate even more fish five times weekly enjoyed a reduced risk by 31%. Finally, in terms of cardiovascular health, a meta-analysis of eight studies found that the risk of ischemic stroke, the type caused by a lack of blood to the brain, drops in inverse relation to fish consumption. Those who ate the most fish enjoyed the most reduced risk. Eating fish five times a week yielded a 31% reduced risk of ischemic stroke. A fascinating body of research has shown that the omega-3s can promote mental health. When you consider that your brain is 60% fat, it makes sense that the type of fat could affect its functioning. Perhaps the most intriguing research on omega-3 fatty acids has suggested that a plague of mental health issues or problems witnessed in the 21st century, including depression, attention deficit, and hyperactivity disorder, dementia, schizophrenia, bipolar disease, and Alzheimer's could be due in part to the lack of sufficient omega-3s in our diet. Various recent studies have highlighted the role of salmon and its sidekicks in promoting better mental health. One fascinating study found a relationship between the consumption of fish roots in omega-3s and the hostility score, and hostility score is in quotes, in 3,581 young urban black men and black and white men, these young adults were enrolled in the CARDIA, C-A-R-D-I-A, for the coronary artery risk development in young adults study, which in trying to determine the factors that promote the development of heart disease, a high as high hostility levels are associated with the development of coronary artery disease. The researchers were interested to find that the young adults with the highest intakes of omega-3 fats 
were 18% less likely to exhibit high hostility compared with those who did not eat fish high in omega-3s. So another interesting recent study found that the people over the age of 65 eating at least one fish meal a week could reduce their risk for developing Alzheimer's. The study involved 815 residents of Chicago. Those who ate fish at least once a week had a 60% lower risk for developing Alzheimer's compared with those who never or rarely ate fish. Researchers noted that some participants in the study also saw a decreased risk for Alzheimer's after eating vegetables and nuts rich in omega-3 fatty acids. It's not only young adults and older folks who benefit from salmon and its sidekicks. Well, when it comes to mental health and performance, one study found a correlation between salmon, tuna, and mental performance in midlife. A five-year study of 1,613 people found that eating fish high in omega-3 fatty acids several times each week reduced the risk of impaired overall cognitive function by almost 20%. Those who ate a diet high in cholesterol, by contrast, were found to have a 27% increase, greater risk of impaired memory and flexibility. Pregnant and nursing women, women of childbearing age, and children should look at the FDA website, which can be found at www.epa.gov slash mercury slash fish dot html or call 1-888-SAFE-FOOD, S-A-F-E-F-O-O-D, before consuming tuna. So that was... That website, again, was epa.gov slash mercury, spelled M-E-R-C-U-R-Y slash fish dot H-T-M-L. Or you can call 888-SAFE-FOOD before consuming tuna. And with that, I think I'm going to stop there for today, and we'll pick up the rest of this on Monday. I want to wish everybody a great day. Come back tomorrow for Victoria and to get our weekend off to a wonderful start with one of her lovely meditations. This is Susan Mann for July 28th, 2022, signing out. I welcome any thoughts, comments you may have. Thank you, Susan. So great. You're welcome. Yeah, Makes we you are go out. Eating. You're eating yeah, a lot of fish, are you? <laughs> no, not a lot. We but we do I do get the Norwegian salmon on Fridays. We do we do a we do uh salmon for our Shabbat dinner every Friday. Awesome. Which is good, you know, it's the organic salmon. Who knows? You know, you go in the store. Yeah. And whatever, it's so expensive, but you do it because it's the best thing for you. Absolutely. And then you can always have it, have salmon tacos later or salmon on your salad if there's leftover. So there's lots of great ways you can include it. Or you can ha- have a salad salmon sandwich. <laughs> sounds good. That sounds great. <laughs> Uh, 
You're off. Okay. Yes, we are. And at the top of the hour, anybody wants to scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our illustrious leaders might be sharing information on how to build that new skin business, So, which should be in about a minute or so. <laughs> yes, right. Right on at 9 o'clock. And uh, there's well with promoting the meta. Have you done any of your research on the meta for your gut health and your? Uh, I haven't asked. I haven't yet. I was hoping to get some research in yet this week, so we'll see where my time leads me for that. Because I've got a computer with me, and I can definitely do some research on that. So that'll be good. Yes, it's interesting. I, you know, you there's so many vitamins right now that um, you can't. You've got to remember that you don't want to overload yourself. Yep, you got to, you know, you've got to make sure what you're taking because I, I found that sometimes you're taking because you're taking a lot of the different vitamins. You have to look and see what's in each, each. Uh, Type because they have a lot of the same things in the in different vitamins. You know they include other things, so you have to just mind be mindful of what's in the vitamin that you're taking. Absolutely. Okay. Well, everybody, have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. <righty. <laughs> uh, Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.